Hey guys, welcome to Bala Unfiltered, the podcast. I am your host, Bala Kako. My, 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 welcome to Bala Unfiltered, the podcast. This episode today, child, Oof. it's unbelievable y'all not ready for this (laughs) hey guys welcome to today's episode and today as part of our march money on bound filter today we're going to talk about money ptsd or financial trauma I mean that's a hot topic y'all okay so back to the show so what exactly is like money PTSD or financial trauma I mean and okay first of all let's go into how I came up with this topic because I was I remember what really hurts me right now is I cannot find the article that led me to it but it was something about people um, having issues with money based on the fact that they have gone through something so it's either when they have money they spend too much or when they have it they spend so little so that they don't ever have to be at that place that they were that caused their trauma okay and I was like man that is something I can relate to and that got me thinking, how many people have this kind of situation, this kind of trauma, this kind of PTSD, honey? So I figured, let's research into it. I found this book that I really, I'm not going to lie, I really wanted to read, but I haven't been able to get my hands on it. But I'm going to recommend it because I want to read it, and I bet it's a good book. It's titled... Heal Money Trauma and Create Sustainable Wealth. Lindsay Lawless. The No BS Approach to Financial Enlightenment. So if you have the ebook version and you don't mind sharing with me, please drop it in my email. I will be so thankful for that. And I hope you guys are able to read it because like, it's something that we all need, okay? So now that we have that book and all of that out of the way, let's go straight to what um, I found financial PTSD to be. They said it's the it's from a Q&A session with a Dr. Gallen Buckwalter. It says it's the physical, emotional, and cognitive deficits people experience when they cannot cope with either abrupt financial loss or the chronic stress of having inadequate financial resources. So, I haven't had an abrupt financial loss. Like, my family didn't lose a home or something like that. Because we... Do I need to... Okay, this is unfiltered. But I feel like this is so personal. But I, but I want y'all to be able to relate to me. And I'm not trying to front to be something I'm not. So let's just be honest with it. So how I relate with this is the second part of the 
definition that he said the chronic stress of having inadequate re- financial resources i know everybody says that they don't have enough money and money is tight and all of that is relative but i really grew up with inadequacy okay i'm battling myself out of it as we speak so i'm even i don't know so i know i have this ptsd because i don't i'm trying everything i can to not be broke okay because i know what that looks like in honey i remember there have been times that i went to bed hungry not because i was mad and i didn't want to eat the food no it was because there was no food and there have been times i've lived in shade and some some really bad places that i didn't have a choice because that's what my mama could afford and i bet somebody would be like we know your daddy well my family is somehow i can't explain it but i'll do my best my parents are divorced my dad earns better than my mom their relationship i can't explain but i live with my mom so most of the time my feeding my dad took care of my my school fees my education he did that and i'm grateful for that i have an education i can look for a job because of the education he gave me but when it came to like most of the time when it came to what i was gonna wear the roof over my head sometimes he helped out but then when he got his new wife well you know how that goes so the roof of our heads my mom had to do that and comparing both earning power my mama got the short end of the stick because she didn't she doesn't have a lot of education so she can't she can't her, uh, her earning power is really low she can't she she's she doesn't earn a lot and she doesn't know how to earn a lot so she's basically in this cycle of borrowing to survive and she's in a lot of debt so i'm trying to break her out of it with my knowledge that's why i'm on this financial journey anyway because there are people like my mom and i have seen the stress my mom is not old y'all she is not old i remember there was a time she is still the most beautiful woman to me but there was a time she looked so young despite her age but these days she don't look like that now i know she's growing and everything but it's the stress from her financial woes and decisions she took all those years ago trying to get out of some of the things she's been in that is taking a toll on her and how she looks and how she behaves and how she relates and I, I think looking at her, looking at the life we live, that's my trauma. We, we've, we've, me and her, we've been through some stuff. Like when I say, like we've been through some stuff. We have endured. We've tried to survive. We have lived hand to mouth, paycheck to paycheck, and that is. Like, I've seen that life, and that is not a life that I'm looking forward to in the future. I do not want that for my kids. And so I'm trying, if you, look, listen, this this is how the trauma works. I have a job. Well, the money isn't all that good, but 
the money isn't all that good but if i were live if my mom or my parents have set up better like some of my friends how they've been set up that money was gonna be okay for me to plan my future but it's not so right now i'm planning my future and healing my mama past do you feel me like i do not have a choice but to take care of her and her problems like any money that i get i have to take care of her problems and it's not like the money's enough so here i am with a good job that pays slightly well but i'm still looking for two to three more jobs so that i can be able to help with all the debt that we're in this is unfiltered and i'm embarrassed saying all of this but i owe rent money and i know i'm not the only one but i owe rent money from last year and i owe rent money this year so if we put all together i'm owing almost eight thousand no it's not almost it's flat eight thousand cities rent and no matter how I'm sitting in no matter how many calculations or how much I calculate and I cut down I, I cut down my spend no matter what I'm gonna do I do not know how I'm gonna come up with that money by the end of April like we're we're like 2020 was the pandemic so I understand that the the, the landlord had pity and he was like Okay, if we if I kick these people out, there's a whole pandemic. I'm so thankful for that God gave him the patience so that we could pay some, and it was left with just a little bit. So, the whole time out the pandemic, if I've, I think I've said it before, I was home for a large portion of it because my job was also affected by the COVID, and knowing we had rent issues and money issues and all of that, it took a like I looked at my life and I was like, this is not it. Like I was so stressed and I've made a plan that when I get some money, I was going to make sure I never have to be that broke again. And I have tried, honey. I have really tried to not be that broke again personally. But when I think about the family situation, I do not know how to scale this debt. And it's killing me. And this is why I'm on this journey anyway, because I want to learn to better my situation. But I'm the kind of person that when I learn, I want to share. So that I, I don't want people to live life the way I lived, to go through the mistakes, to have, to go through the pain that I did. Okay, like I'm, I'm so free with sharing my lessons because I really want my life to impact and help people so i digress honestly but i feel like i have to just get that out there so that's my trauma of like i relate to the second part of never having the adequate financial resources so i have been living consistently with all growing up seeing there's no money so most of the time all i think about is money and how to get it and how to and when you get it i try not i don't like it when i get money and then i have to spend it and i see i'm always looking at my bank balance okay and i'm always seeing this money leave and i get scared and there's a threshold that when it crosses over it then i'm in full panic mode because i'm terrified that i am going back to that place 
And look, my mom took a lot of bank loans growing up. Okay, so there's one thing I don't do is take bank loans. I do not like to borrow money from people. I mean, the most I can borrow from a friend is 100 Ghana cities and 200 Ghana cities. And if you take it, the dollar equivalent is probably $5, $10. Like, that's the most I'm going to borrow from somebody because that's something I know that I can get. And I'm so thankful that despite me being this grown, that sometimes when I ask my daddy for money, he, he like, give me a little. Like, he can give me $50. He can give me, yeah, $50, $20 and the equivalent being 100 200 cities and i try to use this to help myself out so that so i have this and it's not the right way to live so because of this trauma you see they said sometimes when you have this you don't like spending on yourself you're trying to hoard for the future and and so because of that i don't have fun okay my friends will tell you i always bail out on plans we're going to eat at a restaurant. I will not go because if I go and I have fun, there's a possibility that something's going to pop up in the month. Like we need to buy groceries and I cannot come up with the money. So I cannot. I want to go out with my friends. I'm young. Of course I want to go out with my friends. Do all of those things. But I can't because I have not set up myself well enough for such expenses. Every time I get money, I have to use it for the home, buy food, give it to my mom to pay off some debts, do something. So I don't. Recently, when I started my job, they weren't paying me for months. So when they finally paid me, there was some back pay. It wasn't a lot, it was just a little bit. And I always wanted a tablet, okay? I always wanted a tablet, and I have a niece, and she needs to study too. So she also needs a tablet. And, and so I bought me and my niece a tablet that we both need. And then I felt guilty because I spent this money on a tablet. And what are we going to have for food? So anytime I, I interact with a tablet, I feel I have mixed feelings. That's how the trauma works. That's how the PTSD feels. Like you feel like you don't. Some, it's extreme. Some people, when they get it, they just they their own is they just spend money they spend every money they get they buy stuff acquiring material things because it makes them feel good because they didn't have it growing up but mine i, I don't want to get those things because i feel like if i get those things the money's going to go away and i'll go back to that place that's how mine works and i know some people can relate and honestly i do not know how you how to get out of it I do not, but that's how I feel. So I don't buy stuff for myself. I remember there was this time that I bought myself new shoes, not because I'm frivolous, because I needed those shoes. I do not have shoes to go anywhere, but I bought those shoes, like, and I feel uncomfortable. Like, I feel like I don't deserve them. Like, we have so much going on, and you buy shoes, and if I if I'm craving something to eat and I get it, I feel bad. Like, it's that bad. That's how it works. That's how traumatized I am. That's how bad my relationship with money is. And I am praying, I am learning, and I'm doing everything I can to turn that negative relationship into a positive one. And I know I'm not the only one out there like that when it comes to money.
And so the next question we are going to ask, I have spoken about what, it, what P- financial PTSD or money trauma is. I've spoken about how it manifests in people and how different the manifestations are. Now I'm going to ask, I'm going to talk about how common it is and it's going to surprise you. And, and I'm going to say that it hits all the demographics. Every age group has that kind of trauma. And it's possible, this is U.S. demographics, so they said 20% of the population in the U.S. But I'm thinking in Ghana here, where I am, is going to be at least 50 p- 50% of the population having this kind of PTSD. You see it in the way they live. You can see it in their lifestyle. There are people when they come up, all they do is acquire stuff like they want to get everything and when they become parents, that's when it's even terrible. They want to they spoil their kids rotten because growing up they wanted these things. They didn't get these things so they want to give it to them and they do not spare any expense when it comes to that. And then there are those who also manifest like the way I manifest like they don't take care of themselves. They do not please themselves. They do not spoil themselves or but they will try, like, they don't want to touch the money. They want the money to pile up and pile up. And then, and is there a way that you can deal with the trauma? This is what I'm saying. Like, like every trauma, I believe that you are going to need an expert to help you. Like, every, when it comes to all sorts of PTSD, they let you see a mental health um, personnel to help you. And I can't afford that. So my men, usually when I need a mental health thing, I use Jesus. It works, but I know he gave me wisdom to go out there and get the real help. So I'm working on that. So you're going to need to seek help. First, you need to check yourself, find out if, if you have, if you can relate to the things that, the way PTSD, financial PTSD manifests, you can relate to any of the various spectrums of um, <clears throat> manifestation. I advise that you seek help. <clears throat> First of all, sit down, think about it. Think about why your money relationship is like that, why you relate to money like that. Maybe your family lost their home. Like something traumatic relating to money happened to you as a kid. You need to first acknowledge it, make peace with it, and seek professional help for your mental how to work through mentally and also getting like spending so much is also bad spending too much is also spending so small is also bad so you're gonna need a budget and i speak a lot about budgeting on my instagram page where most of the bama um sorry march money discussions and sessions are taking place so don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, like my Facebook page. And follow the March Money on Bauer and Filtered sessions. You're going to learn something eventually. I mean, I, I mumble a lot, but sometimes I make sense. So, <laughs> so that's PTSD, financial trauma. And I really wish this could have been a way better uh, episode if I had gotten that book or any kind of book to help me because every book that I got was about other kind of trauma and not money trauma and we're talking about money trauma 
So I hope this was helpful in some way. And I pray that any of us that has this trauma, this PTSD, that God will come through and help us find a way to deal with it and to get our relationship with money into a positive situation. Thank you all for listening and see you next time. Bye. Now, guys, I know and I hope y'all learned something from today's episode. Keep sending me messages. Let me know how you feel about the episode by leaving a review, sharing it. You can DM me on Instagram at Bauer Unfiltered. You can DM me on Twitter, Bauer Unfiltered. You can email me. It's in, I think, my bio. But my email is BauerUnfiltered at gmail.com. So, I hope to hear from you after this wonderful episode. Toodles, guys.